0: I see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys. Congrat kings, but that's never been a problem. Cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big bright shiny red trucks
1: that just are trucking
2: down the road. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch a fleet to engage and Inform everyone with all things JFW. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim, Brother Dave, and Super Dave.
1: Hey, hey, hey! Good morning, everybody. Hi, everybody. I Hi, missed, everybody.
2: I missed you guys. I missed yeah, missed you. <laughs> was,
1: That's
3: was crazy. It, it was, just, was weird, it, weird taking a week off, wasn't it? It yeah. was. Missed I mean, doing this, yep. right?
2: Yeah. All right. Let's say the pledge. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the, to the flag, flag of the United States, States of America, America and, and to, to the republic, republic for which it stands, one
1: nation. Under God, individual, individual with, with liberty and justice for all.
2: All right. I want to give everybody a Rico Christensen update. He texted me this morning. Good morning, Jam. I just want to give an update on my cancer journey. I had my last chemo treatment on October 30th, and it was the worst one yet. I had both an MRI and a PET scan this last Monday, and my oncologist said that the tumor responded very well to chemo. Isn't awesome. that great? They are giving me a bit to rest to recover before radiation treatments start. I meet with the radiation oncologist on the 21st to go over the MRI and PET scan results and to plan radiation that will start on the 27th of November. I appreciate everyone's prayers, thoughts, and well wishes over the past several months. I'm one-third of the way through this, and I'm ready for the next season of my cancer journey. I still covet everyone's prayers. Awesome, Rico. Yeah, yeah awesome, awesome update, yeah. yeah. I, I really think the radiation
1: <clears throat> is going to be a walk in the park compared to that chemo sh- stuff. Yeah, you the know?
2: chemo's a drip, right? Is that an IV drip? Y- yeah. It just a, makes you really sick?
1: It just makes you so sick, and the mm-hmm. radiation, at least my experience with radiation is it's just there. I mean, right. Yeah, we've same. been being radiated for years, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt.
4: Yeah, same with Dad when he did his lung radiation, Dave. I mean, it's the after effects six months later or – you know, mm-hmm. that you get from the scarring when everything's here. Sure, but yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all they said was to, you know, drink a lot of water and that you might feel tired, but it's mm-hmm. like you're saying, it's not like
1: the chemo. Mm-hmm. So, it just affects your whole entire body.
4: Yeah, yep. exactly. Hey, Jim, just before the prayer, I won't, you know, we all talked about it here in the beginning of the podcast. Won't mention any names until we kind of talk to the person, but we do have somebody else in the family that's really going to have a f- tough battle with cancer here, and, you know, we need to, when we... Yeah. We'll ask if we can mention it. Ask yep. him personally, but you know we got we need some prayers for everybody. Like like we said a few episodes ago, we got we got a lot of life going on here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, the truth. You
2: know? Yeah, and for for that individual, I mean, it's 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 hard enough to go through the journey. Don't go through it alone. Let, yeah. let people yeah. be there for you. The more people that could pray for you and come alongside you and and help you out, the better.
3: Yeah, so. and I mean, this, this is a friend we've known since the nineties. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Well, speaking of prayers, let's get into it. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We thank you for the opportunity to work at such an amazing place with such amazing people. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. No matter what, we trust you, God, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: I just love that prayer. You know what I mean? The more the more you read it, Jim, the more yeah. I just I dive into a segment of it at a time, it mm-hmm. seems like.
2: Yeah, I had the opportunity to work here with, with you all, and I don't mean just the men in this room, but the men and women of JFW, and I'll get into that later. Because it is a privilege to work here. <clears throat> disclaimer, as a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs; It's just our expressed opinion.
5: <laughs> you make me laugh because <laughs> you, you say what a
4: pleasure it is to work here. But <laughs> were this an expressed opinion. Yeah. Only?
5: It comes with a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those two didn't line up, hey, Jeff. Yeah, yes. Put That's them together.
2: Yes. <laughs> I love working here. But <laughs> I'm not accountable for anything I say right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if I go any farther, here's the disclaimer. Yeah. Uh,
2: so last week, we revisited the Sajid Grinegar episode. It was kind of weird. So first of all, did you guys listen to it when it came out again this week? We, I did not.
4: We, we didn't. I didn't. Okay. No. No.
2: I listened to it on the way back from uh, Meeker.
4: Okay. And it was good. Yeah.
2: But what's crazy, it was episode 30.
1: Wow. Ooh.
4: That 30. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed
1: 70. This one, 90, what? 105. 105. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for paying attention. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) hey. Uh, Clearly,
2: that 100th episode
3: didn't make an impact, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Whatever. Were you here that day? I can't remember. I mean, God, the syndicated checks I'm getting on that 100th episode since we're syndicated now.
2: The energy. The energy, the interactions we had, Sergeant Greninger's energy, like, it was just a good podcast, but to think it was episode 30 and it only had like 285, da- no, it had, uh, well, it must have had, it uh, must have had about 500 downloads, maybe.
4: The the replay? Jim? No. The, oh, the, the original. Re-
2: the replay didn't do so hot. It had 223 downloads, but that brought it up to
4: 760. Okay, okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay, total, okay. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then uh, we are at fifty four point one thousand total downloads, and we still have two hundred nineteen followers. Oh, so. we just nice. need the one, huh? Just need the one. Man, we're getting
4: desperate.
3: Just
2: need one until <laughs> I get Or should
4: we go like three and want two twenty two? There you go. I
2: mean, I want oh, three hundred. I, like that. I want nice. three hundred. So. Is
3: two twenty two a prime number? I don't
2: what? Think so. You would make. I couldn't even get through the intro because the way you were playing with your. Glasses. <laughs> It was making I've got me got like, my own little entertainment you your, yeah. pile going here. You need a little fidget spinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the dad joke challenge. Who's got the best joke today? Go first.
4: <laughs> Silence.
3: <laughs> I'm going to jump right in there. Uh, and this is thank you to Dale.
2: Dale Boyce? Uh huh. Yep.
3: Nice. Shout out Dale. I'm going to use your joke you gave us last week. So, have did you guys hear about the dung beetle that walked in the bar?
4: The dung beetle. <sighs> dung dung, dung yeah, you know
1: what a dung beetle is right? I do yeah. they're really interesting really yeah. yeah, it's great to watch them in shitty job like fast <laughs> motion on a video huh. yeah. hungry little boogers I was
2: actually hiking near Red Rocks one day and there was a dung beetle and I like uh, put some metal behind it like metal music and he was like <laughs> he was like pushing it and pushing it <laughs> and he got like to the spot and right before like the breakdown happened like he fell and it like rolled, rolled. <laughs> I can find a video I'll send it to you guys but um, Oh, so funny. then I picked up the dung, and I was like, I did not understand. It was like cow poop or something. And yeah, it was like all cold and stuff. <laughs> so
5: funny. Entertainment yeah. that
3: is
1: funny.
2: So
3: So do you know what the... <laughs> we lost your joke, Dave. Sorry. What the dung yeah. beetle asked what, when he walked he in the say? bar? What did he say? He looked at the bartender and said, excuse me, is that
1: stool taken? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man. Good one. Good well, one, Dave. That was one of those jokes where it was mildly amusing the first time you heard it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Dave. Jeez. All right. Don't test your jokes on me anymore. <laughs> oh.
3: Man, I have to think about that disclaimer. All right. I'll
1: follow up then since I'm hacking on Dave. You yeah, all but can you're hack. excited about you yours. You can hack on me. <laughs> So you all know that everything happens for a reason, right? Right. Absolutely. That's right. Usually the reason is you are stupid and you make bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs>
5: wow.
2: Oh, man. That's rough.
5: That is rough.
2: I'm not saying you're stupid. You just have trouble thinking. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, isn't it operating on a different emotional plane? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, pretty close.
2: <laughs> He's operating from a different emotional scale. scale yeah. right. That's an Erica White quote that <laughs> has stuck with us forever. Hi, uh, right, Jim.
4: Well, my, mine's from Casey this morning, and he sent it to me. And I guess he, he watches or follows, and I hadn't heard of him. And, and there is some good funny ones in here, but the doorbell dad. So he says, what do you call 007 in the bathtub? <sighs> I don't know.
3: Mm. I should know this one. It seems like it should
4: just, like, be perfectly clear. Bubble 07? Bubble (laughs) 07. And the one I had, I got to say this one because I thought it was a good one that I brought. Um, Why did the teddy bear say no to the dessert?
3: I know this one only because you shared it earlier.
4: No clue. He was stuffed
2: oh man <laughs> that's a good dad joke is yeah, your other one yeah, the ice cream one is there? a good dad joke yeah, you want joke. Me do the ice cream you one I can well do the do ice that. cream
4: wow. one too keep on um, coming where do you learn to make ice cream
1: YouTube <laughs> Sunday school <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> good ones.
2: so my dad joke is brought from my daughter Bella today and her jokes are getting better, I think I was telling you the other day. It used to be like, what do you get with spaghetti and an orange? And then the answer is like, whatever, you know? But is <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then she'll laugh and I'll laugh. But the other day she tells me, Dad, how do you beat up a bear?
4: You have a bear BQ. No. Barely something, I don't know. Bear fist. Close. Bear paw.
2: Your bare hands. Bare hands. Ah, Ah, very good. Nice job. That's a good one, Bella. Daddy loves you. Yep. Good stuff. All right, new employees. We got Aaron Gary, Chris Moore, and Victor Saucedo. Welcome to the fleet, guys. Nice. Welcome
1: aboard. Welcome aboard, guys.
2: We got some celebrations to catch up on. Ray Davis hit four years on the 29th. Happy anniversary, Ray. Four years we've been putting up with Ray.
4: Yeah, happy Happy anniversary, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Double O thirteen. O-13. Yeah.
2: This one, I can't believe. Bree Baldridge has been here one year, November 2nd. Wow. Oh,
4: congratulations, yeah, Bree. congratulations, Bree. She weird. was good on the podcast. Both, both She was podcasts. good on the podcast.
2: Yeah, Ray was. Yeah, Ray was. Uh-huh. was good on the podcast. But Bree, I mean, silent warrior for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She
1: gets it done. Yep. yep.
2: yep. And then uh, Manny Velasquez, he hit two years on November 6th. It's more than that, but two years since his return. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: okay. He's he's a returning veteran yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. So he's got to
2: be at least a five-year guy total, at least. He should probably be yeah, close no to problem. that. He, he was, was here. Close. He was here when I got here.
4: First time jams. What? You yeah. Said. Yeah. We,
3: so he's. We no. haven't had an update on his back.
2: Uh he's at home recovering. I think uh, I saw. Because he had, another, he had surgery. another surgery, He had right? like a yeah. third surgery, still in a little pain. The doctor's just telling him that his uh, nerve has been beat up pretty bad and just give it time to wow. heal. So we're thinking about you, Manny. You're still in our prayers, buddy. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Happy
4: anniversary. We
2: hope you and your family are doing well. <clears throat> All right. Birthdays. Bass had a birthday November 2nd. Happy
3: birthday, Sea yeah,
2: Bass. happy birthday. Paco Pax Nahara has a birthday today. Happy birthday today. Yep. He's and
1: 21. <laughs> he, was, is, he was last night. He was just freaking out how old he was turning. Uh, I can't believe it.
2: I got a decade on him, but he's still getting old. Hmm. Yep. And then uh, Aaron Gary, his birthday's a Saturday. Happy birthday, Aaron.
3: Happy birthday, oh, Aaron. Happy
2: yep. birthday. Family birthday celebrations. We got Adelina Ariola had a birthday last week. I think she turned 13. Anissa Carrizosa. And Janet White had a birthday, November third. Anissa is uh, Nat's, Nat's girlfriend or fiance or wife.
3: Nice.
2: Daisy Gamage had a birthday on November sixth, and Alan Martinez, Tony Martinez's son, also had a birthday last week. So. Wow!
5: Happy,
4: wow. happy birthday, everybody. birthday, everybody! Everybody. Yep. yep. Um, mm. And I got to throw mine in there. Erica's birthday was uh,
2: Monday. Oh, 6th. happy Adam birth. Yeah. Happy, yeah. birthday. Happy, birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy Anna birthday. Happy anniversary! birthday. Happy Anna birthday. How old is Erica? Oh,
4: shoot, Jim. Thanks a lot for asking. <laughs> 26. 25, six? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, 26 because Allie turned 28. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Cool. Shout outs. A first and foremost shout out is to Rich Trujillo. Absolutely. Rich, yeah. already did it did you Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. really was yeah, it on there twice no i didn't i didn't hear i guess i didn't hear you Jim. Uh, are you here today i guess not yeah. i guess <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: yeah just so everybody knows cuz we're keep talking and keep recording here is I didn't hear him read the new
2: employees. (laughs) You must have checked out. Wow, I must have been thinking. (laughs) Come back, Jim.
1: (laughs) Join me on episode 93.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn, Super Dave, you're on it today.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Can we replay this one just (laughs) so I can catch up?
2: (laughs) Shout out to Rich for stepping out of his comfort zone and fighting to make a difference. And this is in regards to him running for city council. In Ward three, three Ward three, three in Commerce City. Yep, things didn't swing Rich's way yes yesterday, but he he put up a fight. His name wasn't even on the ballot, but he still pulled off three hundred votes.
4: That's the so. that's the killer thing. I mean, just no, shy of three hundred. Yeah,
2: just shy but, of three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no we'll matter how
4: up. how he feels today and the effort and and his wife and you know all that kind of stuff, not to be on the ballot
3: and right? got three hundred people yes. to write his name down. Yes. I mean, that's people that want change.
2: We can't get three hundred people to follow this podcast, and we've been doing it for two <laughs> years, right? Yeah, they right? know our name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So great, great, great job, Rich. Rich. Proud of you, buddy. Yeah. yeah, you did something a lot of people, first of all, would never have the opportunity to do, and even if they did have the opportunity, they would be too scared to do it. Yeah. So yeah, because
4: because if he if he won, I mean, then that's when the <laughs> challenge would really start for Rich. Right. But he was willing to take that chance. Yeah. I wonder know? if he
2: does it again.
3: I, I hope so. Yeah. I mean that that seat was only a two-year seat because it was appointed mm. to this person. So
2: is it a four-year now?
3: It's the it's the balance of a two-year seat. So oh. this election will happen again for that seat in two years. Oh,
2: and he could be more prepared. And oh man, if is- his
3: name's on the ballot, I'm telling you, a shoe in. Huh? A shoe in. Yeah. Nice. I just you know I, I know you you put him in there as shout-outs, Jam. But I mean, Rich and and Joni. You know I mean I'm I'm sure he'll play this for Joni or at least share it with her but i mean those two took on something that like when you said they stepped out of their comfort zone you don't know what that's like until you knock on a perfect stranger's door at their home a lot and go hey <laughs> vote for me and here's the reason why i want to help make change in commerce city because of this 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 and this and make it a better place you know and for them to do that just that alone I know, moving forward, they may not feel it today, because I bet today, you know, it might be a,
2: might sting a little
3: bit, a little bit of a sting, you know, maybe a tail between your legs, and I, I hope not. I uh, yeah, I mean, st- I'm, I don't feel that way, and I feel I was very invested, and JFW was very invested in 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 helping with this, you know, and and uh, I'm proud. I guess I'm not shocked. Right? You know what I mean? To to be a write in and win, the success rate of that, I don't even know. It's gotta be probably less than one percent. Right. But I mean he got almost three hundred votes. Right. That just that just rocks my mind. Like how on earth Did
2: three hundred people write your name
3: in? Yes, yes. Yeah, and,
2: and basically, you
3: impacted three hundred people's lives right. to write your name in on a ballot.
2: Three hundred people are upset that
3: you didn't win. Yes. Well, yeah. more than that because yes. not everybody could Absolutely. vote if they weren't in Absolutely, anywhere. yeah.
2: And they were
4: strangers. Right. It's not like, you know, like you say in Jam, everybody listening to our podcast, we can't get 300. We have 150 employees but they're they're here listening. Yes. He had none of that. He yes. had no, with no name on the ballot. I guess that's where that, you know, and even me and Holly, I know Dave and Janet did it the weekend. Erica and James did it that weekend. We knocked, went and knocked on people's doors and, you know, like Dave's saying for Joni and Rich to do it you know several weekends that was just so far out of my comfort zone to Mm -hmm. knock on people's doors and try to have a a communication with them and and I, I did it you know I did it for Rich but I did it also to get out of my comfort zone and try to do that and see how people reacted and you know luckily it was early enough it was a beautiful day but I actually have to say I I enjoyed walking with Holly the neighborhood and nice. you know and talking
3: to people about making things better.
4: Yeah, and we ran into some great people. We only ran into one really grumpy, and they weren't grumpy. They were just like, "No, I, you know, they shouldn't have answered the door," right, kind right. of thing. Um, but yeah, I had a had some good conversations, and that's yeah. that's neat that that's still America, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. Come knock on my door, and you will feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I,
4: I just know. Both of their lives
3: are going to be changed forever. Right. Yeah. For the better. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to take this experience, and I bet both of them have grown so much and understand our system so much more. You know, and it's it's still mind-boggling to me that we're, we're in a place where I think, I, and I need to go back and look at this, so please nobody tie me to this number, but I think only 20% of the people in their district voted. Wow. Wow. So of all the people that lived there, twenty percent voted. That was it, and i um, we need to work on that, right? Because the only way to make change is we need to get people to vote, and that's that. There is disheartening, you know. And I, I just want to back up and add to this for both Rich and Joni. You know, the only reason Renee got nine hundred votes because she was the only name on there. Yeah, that's the that's the, nobody and, knows. Yeah, Dave. and the people that vote when there's only one box and one name. You just check that box. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think because you know, you're not
4: going to stop them from winning.
3: Yeah, in the elections last night, there were so many elections that were coming across the TV as you know completed and stuff, unopposed. and they were they yeah they ran unopposed. And when they run unopposed, you they check win. that box, <laughs> right. right? But I mean, most people check that box.
4: Right. I, I did on my ballot, Dave, because they were unopposed. What, right. I'm not going to stop them. So what difference does right. it make? right right? So I, I mean. I truly
3: believe she won by default. Right. Just because it was a check the box, which is a lot of how
2: uh the left get things is by.
3: Oh, true. True. <laughs> I mean, that's what's so amazing about Rich is he was like, I can't let this happen. Right. You know, I can't let this happen and I I, I kid you not, I fully believe in my heart his name on the ballot, he won. Mm. You know what I mean? If his name could have been on the ballot, he, he would oh, have won. Rich, right. do, I just, it,
2: do it again in two years, Rich, and <laughs> I bet things will swing the other way.
3: Yeah. Yep, so. yep. Before you say no, just absorb that a couple days, you guys. Yeah. Think just it through. absorb it for a year, <laughs> and then then get busy.
2: Yeah. All right, Benny Gonzalez wants to give a shout-out to Alex Reza, and we'd like to give a shout-out to Benny Gonzalez for this because he did it too, but for helping push a car out of the way. So don't know all the details on that, but sounds like they they made some things happen and awesome. you know I yeah, I, Good, I just Jim. think
4: that's amazing. I just, you know, for everybody that's listening and hear that though, when you do that just please be careful of the other people. You know that yep. when you're out there pushing cuz people are yeah. stupid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was just yeah. going to say I didn't want to say it. What was Dave's joke? <laughs> the scene
2: the scene needs to be safe for you to do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just be yeah.
4: careful, watch. Yep. So cuz I I think that is so good. I think that is right? so. You solve a problem by pushing that car out of the way, probably saving somebody's life. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah.
2: Uh, I want to give a shout out to JR for having my back while I was gone. Uh, I was gone for quite a few days and JR stepped up and handled some things for me. So appreciate you, buddy.
4: Yep. Thanks, JR. <clears throat> Absolutely.
2: We, wa- we want to give a shout out to the, to the day and night crew in the shop for covering for Mikey. That's a big task as well. And for Mike to be able to step away and not worry about things while he's gone is, is super important.
4: Yeah, I think that puts a lot of stress on the shop just because it, it's it's more communication. It's more doing things that aren't in their comfort zone sometimes because Mike makes those decisions or they can go ask or different stuff yep. like that. And and like you're saying, night night and day shop, you know, when I, I – I sent you that and I know you said you had that down there you know I I picked out like Chris and Ricky because that's who I see during the day and you know obviously John when he comes to the meeting and stuff but a lot of the night guys I just I just don't see or communicate with and and like you're saying those guys are all here you know Mikey didn't line anything up for him from the day that came from the day and then into the night and I know John you know and his team they made some decisions got a hood changed and rear ends changed and you know things up and running and that's a you know, i guess those are just things you just don't you you don't see them they're behind the scenes
2: yeah and that's important when when somebody on a leadership team takes a vacation nobody wants to come back to a total chaos and absolute mess yeah, yeah you know absolutely. otherwise you probably don't even want to go it's not yeah. worth it you know? yeah
4: absolutely so. absolutely yeah I, Great I job mean, everybody absolutely yeah, for, for shout outs and i know i mentioned her a couple of weeks ago too the you know for myself and covers a lot of my stuff yeah. and i and i was gone last week
2: same for, thing linda linda mentioned while she was gone she felt like dispatch was yeah. in good hands you know yeah so
5: yeah
4: yeah and that's where we you know the talk about the extra guys and different stuff like that that you know for the pto program too mm-hmm. and we have our guys that step up and do our pto i mean kendrick was here yesterday asking me you know did i need this and that because scooby was gone and he goes i'm you know he was joking he goes i'm scooby too <laughs> Not like Scooby-Doo, <laughs> Scooby-Doo, but Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and he said, do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I appreciate that, Kendrick. And, you know, just, yeah, it's a, like you said, a, it's it's a privilege to work here. It you know, is. Good good people. It really
2: is. Uh, shout out to the snow crew uh, for knocking out the first storm. And uh, shout out to Kendrick, Casey, and Scooby for having all the equipment ready to go. So, I remember a couple storms ago we were kind of caught with our pants down and I know we've been working hard to Not to get things happen. a little bit more organized and, yep. you know, it's easy to forget about when it hasn't been snowing for, you know, eight months to be prepared for that first storm. So Absolutely. Great job, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Great job, Brother Dave, too. It
5: was, Got I, it.
2: Know, I know you didn't, you didn't do it, but I know <laughs> you've kind of learned a few things throughout the years to try to get us where we're at as well, but people people have taken the lead on that and doing a good Yeah,
4: everybody's doing outstanding Potter. Potter as well. Yeah, Potter and yeah. I, I think that's too that you guys when we you know, I know those guys sent in lists, Mike said do it this way, you know, trying to get on top of it. The guys out in the shop, they shop are working on stuff. Dave, you you corrected the list and I just think it's so hard when equipment sits and you, you know, you either parked it with a problem that you don't remember, or we didn't get to because we were busy. And then it sits all this time, and then you go back to fire it up, and you know, do you know, like it's just a, it's difficult when things aren't a routine.
2: Absolutely.
4: Yep. Yep. Yeah. So good job, everybody.
2: Ryan Emmerling wants to give a shout out. Good morning, Jam. I'd like to give a shout out to Troy Hunt for helping me fix my stack mount last week at Arcosa, running to C-Mex. It was a temporary fix to get me through the day it saved me a trip to the shop and it didn't cost me any loads thanks for coming in clutch compadre so awesome way to go troy yeah, yeah
4: good thanks job Ryan, cowboy!
2: for the shout out oh yeah veronica areola wants to give you a couple of shout outs good morning jam i want to give amy power a shout out for the amazing gifts she gifted me and my daughter we had an amazing time celebrating our 13th birthday also shout out to troy 0077 for helping us for helping us out monday at the mile house stadium with cleaning off our trailer rails when we got loaded, so nice shout out for Amy and Troy. Nice, yep. 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 Yeah, and
4: those are uh, Amy's. Amy Powers had those tickets in her too. family for a long time, and yeah, it's I awesome. know Dave used them what last year for the San yeah. Francisco game day. <laughs> they are like on the fifty yard line, Dave, in like second row, first row.
3: Yeah, yeah, first row. I, mean, there are, I, I not to get technical, but it's like the 47-yard line. <laughs> Ooh, that 47 I mean, it's as her. close to the 50 as you can get. I do believe the two tickets she has in the second row, right behind them, are on the 50-yard line. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, like gotcha. literally two seats over. I mean, yeah, when she puts those up and you see a game you want to go to, it's it's always cool to jump in there. They're not cheap. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not cheap.
4: Yeah, and her family's but, held them all this time yeah, and paid yeah, all I'm, this money all that time, too. Right, uh, right. And I guess right. what I was just – I was leading Tuesday. Like you said, they're not cheap, but – Amy Powers donated those yes to Veronica for the for the for the accident right and then ended up being her daughter's birthday thirteenth
3: right. birthday it was like I mean, a win win yeah, all the way around. Was, and they're Broncos fans yeah right that's a rarity right?
4: yeah so <laughs> good job Amy hey, thank you very I'm a much
3: fan. <laughs> I am too Dave they've won a game oh wait a minute two. they've won two yeah. in a row yeah. That's right. Got a shout Against
2: out to Kansas. Him.
1: Sorry, Jim. Sorry. Yeah, no, I,
2: talking I, football yeah go online. ahead. you have also won
1: shout. two other games that you might have forgotten. They're called Super Bowls. <laughs> oh, wow. <Man>. Wow.
4: <laughs> who, who? It's more than two. I Dave. think there's a rule on that. When it gets 10 years old, you can't talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no way.
2: <laughs> I want to know who put something in Dave's Cheerios this morning. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> they sprinkled something in there. Right? How are you going? uh duval has got a shout out a couple shout outs or an announcement good morning jfw family want to give a shout out to chris a mechanic for working on my truck yesterday afternoon for nearly two hours he was fixing my pto and it was giving him problems but he still worked on it and got it done thank you chris also want to give a shout out to all of our veterans we have in this company thank you for your service veterans day is this saturday so if you're not working go out and get free food from some restaurants If you Google free food for Veterans Day, it will show you who's doing it and what time. Here are a few I will mention. Texas Roadhouse, Little Caesars, Olive Garden, Wendy's Only Breakfast, Dickie's Barbecue, Fazoli's, Dave & Buster's, free food, and a free $10 game card, and much more. Go eat and have fun, and you deserve it. Wow, so basically we could just go spend a day going to all these restaurants for free. Yeah, that's, awesome. right, that's amazing to celebrate that the veterans cool. I, yeah.
4: I feel like kind of an idiot i probably shouldn't even say this just prove how dumb i am but um i think it was last year we went into I don't know, i'm going to say village inn. it was someplace like that uh-huh. and there was a whole group of veterans they had you could tell they had their hats on and different stuff like that uh-huh. and i was telling holly i'm like yeah that's a that's a neat group i sh- i feel like i should buy them lunch you know, and it was Veterans Day. It was already <laughs> free when I figured out what
2: was. They going got it on. covered. <laughs> yeah,
4: they had it covered. That's what they were there for as a group. And I'm like, oh, it's already taken care of. I guess <laughs> got out of that one. Nice. But no.
2: Yep. Happy Veterans Veterans Day, everybody. A- absolutely. Is that today? Saturday.
4: Sat this coming
2: Saturday.
3: Yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, thank you everyone for your
4: service. Yeah, it's, absolutely. We wouldn't have our freedoms without that. Hey, and then to back up, I want to mention the the PTO and working on the truck and. Um, you know, for Chris and Mike in the shop, and to go over that, and I don't want to—I don't want to throw—I don't know—Kenworth or Peterbilt under the the bus, or MHC, how
2: about, about Packard
4: and Rush? Well, it's MHC or Rush. It's not even a Packard on this one, Jim. Oh, gotcha. So
3: Packard caused issue.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did cause the issue. So anyway, when, when he when he was in, Chris said, "Hey, I can't get the PTO to work. That was this problem. You know, it wasn't grounding out and everything like that." And then Chris looked, and it was a new transmission in it. And Mike's like, yeah, go ahead and take the PTO off it. And what happens is the mechanic at Rush or at MHC doesn't clean the transmission out well enough. Mm. and a, Or the, I'm sorry, the PTO. Should, the PTO. The PTO is the lowest point. It has oil in it. Mm. And when the transmissions break, little pieces get down in the PTO. <sighs> and if you don't take the PTO off... You know, turn it upside down. Somehow, spray it out or clean it out. These little chunks stay down in the bottom of the PTO, and then every once in a while, the PTO will lift them out, mm. and they get stuck.
2: In the gears it, or something.
4: Well, they they do. They've trashed they, a PTO. They broke a PTO in the, but they get stuck on the on the what do you uh, call fork. it? They, the fork and it won't allow the PTO ah, to move. Yeah, and the yeah, fork exactly.
3: lays right in the bottom. So if there's a chunk big enough, the debris stops the fork moving. doesn't cycle all the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, and you it can't, can't
4: push it over. Yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't yeah. engage it. So yeah. you know, I guess I, I wanted to throw that out there that that's nothing to do with our trucks. Wow. We're, we're fixing somebody else's.
2: We fix yeah. a lot of cool. other people's problems right, <laughs> right? Other I mean, we had a transmission
3: were, break. Parts fell out of it into the bottom of the PTO and then we had the transmission replaced and the PTO didn't get cleaned up. Yeah, that's yeah, it in and, a nutshell.
4: And here's Chris and the the truck's down. We paid the driver for the time and none of it our fault. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm and I'm that's <laughs> not the point. The point is we're you know, we don't have <laughs> junky stuff, but it sure looks like it. Yeah.
5: Uh, <laughs> it feels right.
3: like it sometimes. It so. feels like it, yeah. yeah.
2: I got a couple personal shout outs I'd like to make first and foremost, Mikey for being an amazing hunting host mikey took such good care of me out there on this hunting trip it was amazing he he's a man for sure want to give a shout out to my wife and daughter for supporting me while i was away and taking care of the house while i was gone and making my return special it's always good to come home to i mean i was gone for eight days away from my house and my family and to come home to sidewalk art and you know a clean home just to make it comfortable and then helping me unload a camper in a truck just so we could get to family time and stuff like that, it felt really good. That's nice. awesome, yeah. And then I want to give a shout out to my mom for being a total badass. Right now I know where I get it from. <laughs> 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 so, so before I left, I did. We didn't have cell service out there, right? So I got the the number to the ranch for emergencies. You know, I gave it to my wife and I gave it to my mom. If you guys have an emergency call the landline, they'll let me know what's going on and I'll get in touch with Went you. Went old right. school, huh, Jam? When old school. It's old school, man. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I, I get home Sunday, I call my mom Monday morning and she asked me all about my hunting trip. We take about probably 10 minutes just telling her all about it and, and stuff like that and then she asked me if I heard about her activities. I'm like, no, i I didn't. She's like, well, did you talk to your sister? because my sister's birthday was also November 6th. I was like, yeah, I wish her a happy birthday. She's like, she didn't tell you what what I've been up to. I'm like, like, no, what's going on? And I thought she made a new friend or she got involved (laughs) in a new thing that she does. A
4: new car or something, (laughs) whatever.
2: Something, you know. Activities. She's like, oh, well, I fell off the dryer and I broke my hip. I'm like, what?
1: That's a big deal.
2: It's a big deal. So, you know, first question is, you know, obviously, you okay? And she's laughing, and i, I mean, she—I could tell it's not life-threatening because we're on the phone days later, right? So she got a stool, climbed up on the dryer, put a put a towel down, got got on her knees to reach up for something, slipped off the dryer, fell hard, broke a hip, busted her head open, you know, and heads bleed a lot. She only got two—only got two staples in her head, but you know, it was a bloody mess. Yeah, right? it had to be deep
4: enough for stitches, right? Yeah, yep. staples.
2: Yep. So. Yeah, so just, you know, I'm like, well, what happened? She's like, I had to have emergency surgery. I'm like, well, what'd they do? She's like, total hip replacement.
5: I'm like, well, <laughs> what? Wow.
2: Why didn't you call the ranch? She's like, well, what were you going to do? You're not going to come home because I broke my hip and I'm okay. I'm not dying, you know, so yeah, my mom, she didn't say this, but I know she wanted me to enjoy myself and not worry about her, right? So last night, I'm, I called her on the, you know, I called her yesterday because she's getting out of, you uh, what do they call it? An occupational therapy, mm-hmm. whatever. Recover- yeah. Yeah. Rehab, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then I called her again just to check on her. And I'm like, did they give you any pain pills? She's like, you know, no. All I take is Tylenol. I'm not going to take pain pills. I did take one Oxy in the ER waiting to be seen. But, <laughs> but you know, I don't know what's wrong with people. They're just wimps. <laughs> right. I'm like...
4: You know, like like I told you yesterday and, and not to take anything, it's women. Yeah. They are badass. They're yeah. tough. They're yeah. tough. I mean, both my daughters have broke their ankles and there wasn't a bunch of screaming. There wasn't, you know, are we going to the hospital, you know, yeah. and both of them. The one I heard, the one you could tell, right? You know the stuff. Holly, you know, had a horse fall on her; she broke her pelvis, and it was like, you know, it's all good, you know. So you, you know, shout out to all the women and how tough they are, and a shout out to your mom. Yeah.
2: One of the one of the more badass parts of this story is she she wouldn't let my stepdad stepdad call an ambulance. She's like, I don't want seven firemen in the house, and you know, like
3: that's the part that got me. Yeah.
2: She she you know. Wilson, my stepdad helped her up got it to yeah, the elevator broke yeah and got yeah. her to the car A broken hip gushing head yeah <laughs> got her to the car yeah and got to to the right? emergency room yeah remote. yeah so mom you are just badass
5: yeah yeah, so, yeah. way to
4: guy. go mom yep, yep absolutely that's that's awesome
2: yep any shout outs from you guys
4: uh just the kind of the ones we all covered you know the okay. shop and different yeah. stuff and right. jr and yeah. you know i you know we talked about your mom and, yeah. and stuff like that i think uh i don't know if we have it in here because i i gotta say obviously i've been tuned in and out and um <laughs> wait where are we tuned? tuned in and out 96th episode <laughs> 30 managers can't, can't wait to get uh, to 100 i don't know do we have anything in there about kendrick starting the new training
2: No, you want to talk about that?
4: Uh, Well, I I wanted to give him a shout-out about, you know, he came up with a different plan, and you never know on this stuff if it's going to work or not. And I know Kendrick has uh, wrote a different plan, and and we're letting him train the new guys a little different way. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to Kendrick for being involved and, you know, trying something new and and seeing how it's working. So, um, you know, yeah, shout-out to Kendrick, and hopefully – Hopefully this helps everybody in the training. We'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, just to clarify on that,
3: what we're starting with is day one when a new employee starts, <clears throat> like yesterday when uh, Aaron, Gary, Chris Moore, and Victor Saucedo started. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> or was that today? No, that was a- Monday. Aaron started oh, Monday. last week, Monday.
1: and okay. Victor and actually Norman started in between, so Aaron actually started first. Norman started with another driver that's no longer with us, but uh, – and then uh, Victor and uh, oh gosh, Victor and the other guy, Chris, 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 Chris yes, thank you. Started just this week, and nice. those. They, they, well, they
4: all had. Uh,
1: <laughs> man, <laughs> oh we gosh. screwed this all up. Yeah.
2: I went south fast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm the guy that's been gone for twelve days. <laughs> right? like, you guys should have your acting. The point is,
3: they all start day one with Jr. in orientation. Mm-hmm. And we kind of feed them with a little bit of a fire hose, and give them this app to download, and that app to download, and this is our fuel system, and you know this is our you PTO, know safety has no blind you know, spot program. Yeah. This is how the PTO works. All the things we take for granted because we're all pros and use the things every day, right? They're they're kind of getting it force fed to them, right? So we hold it to to not a, a twelve hour day on Monday. Then they turn around on day two and day three and spend with with Kendrick now training over at yard 23 and do some uh, backing in blindside, backing in driver's side, backing in, you know, just straight, just practicing backing. Then they go over dumping and and he just has this multitude of, of lessons and, and things that he sets him up in. And, you know, we kind of learn and find some possible behavioral patterns on, hey, all right, this guy has trouble backing in blindside. Maybe we need to do a little more work with him or her or whatever the case may be. And I don't know, we're just, we're excited that, you know, we may bring some more honest value to those we serve and it helps everyone out in the long run.
2: Have we got any feedback on how that's going?
3: I think pretty good. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we had one situation where, yeah, I mean, it actually paid off, Jam, because we think we may have saved saved some heartache later down the road we wound up letting a guy go gotcha I mean he was here four days and we let him go gotcha he didn't didn't fit didn't fit our culture didn't fit what we talk about wasn't a good representative you know and thank goodness it was his first day with his actual trainer in the truck that we found out from the day prior with Kendrick there were some hiccups and Kendrick brought it to our attention we were able to reach out to Dustin was his trainer and uh that Dustin was like, "Oh yeah, this is the problem," and we said, oh, "Well, we just nipped it in the bud. We just brought the guy in that night and nice. and had to let him go. Which Great that's never a feel good, but in the long run, why waste our time? You, you know, I don't know. And, and, I and think it feels pretty
2: time. good to nip something in the bud and not have problems later.
3: Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. uh, other than what we had lost in in training cost." You know, and and those things, no, it wasn't a waste at all. Yeah, what
2: if, I mean, the, the training cost versus accident or something. Oh, gosh, yeah. Catastrophic, I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't fix that. Nope. <clears throat> Good job. All right, let's get into the discussion. Super Dave, I'm going to turn this over to you for a little bit because uh, these first, like, five or six points of yours.
1: Yeah, so we've had a couple of incidents in the last couple of weeks that were totally preventable. And, uh, you know, honestly, we get complacent out there. You're doing so many repetitions. You know, you're doing six loads to plant two in one day. And you're going to run plant two, I don't know, let's just say 15 times, 15 days in uh, out of the, the next month and a half or something, right? So what we do has a lot of repetition, and we can overlook things because we're, you know, just... Going through the motions, so to speak. So, I came up with these things that are really just common sense, you guys. And I'm going to throw them out there. Hopefully, everybody can get uh, a little bit of something out of these, and uh, you know, prevent any any incidents at uh, certain places that you might be uh, visiting. So, first thing, know your surroundings before and after you stop. So when you pull up and stop, let's say you're going to 7-Eleven, you're getting out to put your ticket in the ticket box, you're talking to a loader operator, whatever you're doing, pay attention before you stop. And then when you're getting ready to go again, pay attention where you're at, what's around you. Know all the surroundings. And, And, you know, in the oil field, they're required to put a cone out in front of their truck or behind their truck. Brandon has that rule. They have these little bitty cones that are like, I don't know, six eight or eight inches tall, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they have to put them right on the hood of their trucks. Yep. Um, so when they go back to their truck after a meeting or after servicing something, they have to get that cone off, which makes them remember, oh, do a walk around, check my surroundings yep. before I move the vehicle.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a, such a good idea because once you're stopped, if you're not paying attention, somebody could have put something behind you or... Things move, you know, right? If the shop's been working on your truck and you are back out of the shop... It's so always good to do a little walk around, make sure they didn't leave you know, a, a jack or something behind you.
3: You park somewhere mm-hmm. you don't normally park. Right. Right? So yeah. when you take off, you're just, uh, and, and go, right? Yep. 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 Guil-
1: guilty. Yep, also, everybody is. And I always think about your story of Rich when you were kids <laughs> in the fire hydrant, <laughs> right? <laughs> the the last time I talked to Rich, he
3: brought that up. He was like, man, I was listening to that story on the podcast and you were talking about it. And He's like, Pretty soon it dawned on it that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rich. So, how you doing? Jim. Shout out, Rich. I hope you're yep. listening. Hope things are going well, man.
2: Yeah, yep. the oil fields also has that rule called uh, first move forward. You know, you gotta oh. your first move needs to be forward. So oh, mm.
3: that's wow. awesome. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one, Jim. Yep. You know, that's like the what was the one lift, lift and looking. No, oh, lift, and, co- lift uh, and cover. right? Drop
2: and cover. Drop and cover. No, drop. Yeah, drop and cover. Drop yes. speed 10 Drop, minute, drop 10, 10 and cover long. the brake. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep. Very good. Uh, the next thing on my list here is think before you do something that is a deviation from your normal routine. So one of the situations that happened was because the driver deviated from what he usually does, and he did it because of the external circumstances that were around where he dumped. And so he thought, oh, okay, trying to be nice and, and be efficient in that way to allow the other guy to, to enter the area and do his job as well. Well, he deviated from where he normally parks, parked in a different place and forgot about where he was parked. And he was very right. close to some posts um <clears throat> and he hit the post so so think about it when you're about to deviate from a normal routine um the that's, next
2: before you jump i mean that's bit me in the butt a few times where you do certain things certain way for so long and then there's a little change in the circumstance oh buddy and yeah you, it just even if it's simple
1: things you put your keys down in a different place and you're yeah. like, well, where's my keys? Oh my god, they're locked in right. my car. Not where they're supposed <laughs> right. to be. Yeah. They're locked in my car. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, isn't that a terrible feeling when you shut the door and you're like, where are my keys? And right. you're looking through the window and they're they're, in the they're like smiling at me. <laughs> like.
2: yeah. Have you guys ever seen the video of the dad that's trying to? He's got a hanger and he's he left his keys on the console and his kids locked in there, but the window's cracked a little bit. So he's trying to get the keys and he knocks them off the console (laughs) so the kid picks them up and puts them back on the console. (laughs) (laughs) It is so funny.
5: (laughs) Uh,
1: So um, things tend to go wrong when you deviate from your routine. So uh, you forget, you don't look or you don't see things that are closer or are out of place uh, when you've pulled over and stopped okay so that's that's the routine thing uh number three do not hurry because of someone else this is so common i am so guilty of that because i'm trying to be considerate i'm trying to be you know helpful to the other people yep and uh so when you hurry it knocks you out of what you're normally doing you're doing things insufficiently you know like you don't clean your tailgate off because you're in a hurry then you break somebody's windshield or something like that so don't get in a hurry you own that moment you are in that place and an example i use is when you're pulling on the scale and you need axle weights because you're going through the port and you have a line of trucks behind you and maybe they're like hey what are you doing jfw you know get out of my way and you own that scale get your axle weights do it correctly write them down do your math you own that scale. And if you're if you're dumping in the bin and there's three trucks behind you, you own that bin. Do what you need to do. Don't hurry and get out of the way. Do what you got to do and do it correctly. Um, number four, please don't just jump in a truck and go. Develop a mental checklist each time you release those brakes to pull away from anything. The bin, the pile, the parking place, the store, wherever you are, develop that mental checklist so you you know get in that habit and you don't forget something you know um so many times these guys will forget to push the red button in and they drag their trailer across the yard because mm-hmm. they're in a hurry and they, they haven't developed that checklist step one two three four so forth um, number five don't turn the wheel before you start moving and always be sure your steer wheels are perfectly straight when you park your truck Man, that is such a common thing. you know when I'm doing test drives, the candidate is is trying so hard to get that truck parked in its parking spot and and you know make the space between the, the mirrors or the yellow lines on the curb or blocks behind you and then then they stop and they look at me, okay, I'm done. And their steer tires are like chalked two turns to the left or something. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, what's wrong? So that means whoever gets in that truck the next time is going to immediately drive forward because your steering wheel might be straight.
4: but, yeah, but you, It's straight crooked. But it's
1: two, cro- two, yeah. two turns to the left or yeah. to the right. Yeah. Um, so always be sure when you park your truck, whether you're at the store, whether you're at a plant, at the pit, that your steer tires are straight. And then when you... Uh, And this is the second part of this thing here that um, set yourself up to be able to drive away safely before you get out of the truck to go do whatever you're there to do. Yep, absolutely make sure so that then you don't even have to remember really because you've checked it beforehand. You know, you're 20 feet away from that concrete post, you're out of the way, you're you know, um, and so forth. So, again, there's I guess that's kind of the checklist, huh? Yeah, you know,
4: it's funny too, Super Dave, when you talk about that, and you know this because you were were part of that group when we were 12 or 18 trucks and we were all in a row out there. If you didn't leave your truck at night with the wheels straight or Uh, your truck straight lined up with the trailer. You got you got shit. Oh, I mean, you, from the other drivers. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. took yeah. a beating I mean, for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Not
3: the next day. The next month.
4: <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, you you didn't, didn't <laughs> have your. Yep. Yeah, you didn't have your six mm-hmm. pack of back me up, you know, because it, it you, you just think in your head, oh, you're talking about, you know, it doesn't look good because they're turned. No, it's it's a safety thing. It like, is. It's a, it's it all leads to safety. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know? and it, I guess that's in a in a way that peer pressure. Helped make you a better driver. Oh yeah, because then you to, paid attention. Yeah, like, led oh, to I'm professionalism. That guy. Babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. <clears throat> but we can't, we can't ridicule anybody.
1: Well, anymore, it's it's about <laughs> <laughs> learning how to do
4: things right. You know.
3: Yeah.
1: And, yep. and I mean,
2: we, we could.
3: We can. We can. <laughs> I mean, my son will look right at you and go, "Having a bully is a good thing." Yeah. Not yeah. being a bully, having a bully. If you've been bullied. You learn some shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that
4: you learn hierarchy. You learn doesn't doesn't that bully sometimes just hold you to accountability though? It depends on what type of bully, right? I yeah. mean, there's there's
3: bad. Bullies yeah, I wouldn't and, call that a
4: bully though. I'd yeah. Call yeah. That, I call mean, that somebody that some a, people a friend, may,
3: maybe some people you know? may though, Dave. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. So the next one is also about your steer tires and about your steering wheel. do not turn the wheel before you start moving. Always be sure your steer wheels are perfectly straight when you park Set yourself up oh I already did that one <laughs> never mind um, but yeah do not turn your steer wheels before you start moving Yeah now that one that one yeah. Dave
4: you didn't do yeah 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 it's, um, it's the same thing for backing up Dave. I mean how many times have we you pull straight into our shop? But the first thing somebody does to back up is turn the wheel. Right.
1: And on the scale.
4: Yeah, yeah, same thing on the scale. Yeah. I mean, you pull on the scale straight. You know, I know you're not supposed to back up on the scale,
1: but if you had to, you were on there straight. Don't move that wheel. Right, right. So what happened that brought this up was the driver that went out of his normal routine because he was in a hurry to let the truck behind him get pulled up to the bin and dump. He normally parks along the curb on the right-hand side at plant two. And in this case, he pulled to the left because he dumped in the pea gravel bin.
2: Like over by the fuel aisle. It's right.
1: Yes. It's way at the other end. So anyway, <clears throat> he turned the steering wheel the wrong way before he started to move because he was in a different place. And then he started to move, and and we hit the post, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But don't ever – I mean – park with your steer tire straight ready to drive away and then drive away straight and and in addition to that i mean we're trained as as
3: operators or as drivers the minute you start to move prior to movement you look left you look right you look in both your mirrors you make sure nothing is around you then you go mm-hmm. but right e- even if even if those other things you didn't do that you've mentioned dave mm-hmm. you still verify okay this is I'm, I'm the captain of the ship.
4: Am I going to run it aground somewhere? Right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. And, and this particular driver, though, when you when you think about what you just said, Dave, he was too busy taking off his safety vest while moving. He yes. he was there, doing that, there, too. There, yeah. there was no way he That's, could have looked out either mirror or really in front of him or anything because he was taking his vest. Distracted driving. Yeah. he's yeah. taking
1: his vest off. Just like if we were on the CB or we were on the phone, yeah. it's the same thing. It's distraction. Yeah. You know? Um, I just thought of another thing that's important as well. Um, oh, gosh, now you got me off of a gym and I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, Dave. Because <laughs> it's not written down either. Are, are we out of routine? We missed a week and we're not. <laughs> no, I just was thinking about it when, when you were talking. But I'm writing a lot of times down.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: well, something else that I is on here, though, it's the same thing when you're pulling on the scale you know you've got to keep those steer tires straight you got to line yourself up you know just like and and i asked the guys well when you're pulling under the bin at fryer at morrison aren't you lining yourself up to the bin and to make sure you're going to get that material right in the center of your trailer supposed to be do the same thing when you're pulling on the scale you know don't Hug the left side. That's the most common thing is that the people hug the driver's side. And I don't know why. Because they they're closer to it. They they don't know the the width of their truck. They're not sure how much room they have on that on that passenger side. I'm sorry I said the wrong side. They hug they hug the left side by the driver's side. But um, one thing that I run into, and I just thought about it, Jim. Um, when I'm doing test drives a lot and what I see people don't set themselves up with their tractor and trailer straight in a, in a straight line to
4: pull on the scale or Or, backing, you know, they
1: they've got the trailer cockeyed out the wrong way. And and I think the same thing is true when you park anywhere, make sure that your tractor and trailer are lined up,
5: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know,
1: it's going to save you in the long run that you're not going to go ahead. Oh, and even say, wow, well, my trailer's to the left and I need to turn, to the right and i'm gonna to have to back up you know so like you just said a minute ago jim first move is forward mm-hmm. so uh always park with your tractor trailer straight and whenever you're starting any maneuver forward or backwards try to make sure you're straight
4: yeah and like you just said to me the secret to backing up is one pointing your trailer where you want to back up the back of your trailer where you want to back up to and then before you start to back up you make yourself straight mm-hmm. so you don't have to turn to get where you want to go with the trailer yeah if you're making the circle to back up in the bend make sure you're perfectly straight and point the back of your trailer is pointed at that bend Mm -hmm.
1: otherwise it's it's a waste of time yeah because you know the
3: direction it needs to go yeah yeah
1: and then if you're if you're backing then you're going to have to make this crazy wide maneuver with the tractor exactly and what if there's something Something there that you hadn't taken into account you know yeah so, yeah, it's, it's all about the setup. The straighter
3: huh. you are with the setup, the less movement you're going to have backing up, which makes you safer. Yeah, not going right? to make that it, snake move. It, it lowers your, your uh, percentage of having an incident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: We actually talked about that last week on episode 30 with Sergeant Grinegar, because when he came in, he backed in, and he said, that's because everybody else was backed in.
5: <laughs> Ob- observation.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, situational awareness. Yeah. I always back in. It, you know, it's especially in a tight parking lot. Isn't it easier to back into a tight spot oh, Dave, with forward? A, with a
3: pickup, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean a car even as well, right? Oh, but yeah, I mean yeah. a pickup especially. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because my son has a, a a pickup and all his buddies they're just used to these little cars. So when they're with him and he you know, it takes him thirty seconds longer to pull up and back into a spot, they're like, Oh, do you have to be cool? And he's like, No, it, it, it's easier. And they're like, what? And it's so funny to me, you it's know, you can watch different. a random person in a parking lot pull in a spot. And their their whole right side of the car, like for instance, is across the line or yeah. on the line. And their other side has two and a half feet to the line. And they're oblivious where if they would back in, they would almost all be centered, you know, and it would just
4: fix so many
1: problems. Yes. But they're, Yeah. Especially with backup cameras in cars today. Oh, right. It
5: gives you the lines, lines and everything. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. There's yeah. that TikTok running around that it it says that, you know, why do you back in? You know, do you need to be cool or something like that? And, you know, if there's emergency, your your, your first, like Jam saying, your first motion is forward. And then the end of the TikTok is because you can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're yeah.
1: capable of backing in, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yep. yeah, and there's only one thing that really foils you when you're doing that. When the car behind you in the row decides to pull up, and you're you're like, dude, I'm backing in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's back over him. <laughs> and then you just hit your reverse lights and wait for him to get a clue. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so this is tying into what you were saying about the safety vest and stuff and the distracted driving. Please don't be doing anything when you're pulling on a scale or making any maneuver at all. No CB. No phone. Just drive the truck because that is the task at hand. You know, I don't want to throw my daughter under the bus, but when she's driving, that's her time to like make phone calls and to Mm -hmm. chit chat. And it's like, you're driving, please just drive, you know?
4: Yeah. Yeah, When you say anything, Dave, it's anything. Don't be doing anything else.
3: Well, and that's, I mean, that's the distracting part. And it's, it's difficult to realize because everyone here has hands free. So you're not holding that phone in your hand. You know, but the even though you're not, you're still distracted. Yep. You are not focused on getting that truck on the scale. Yes. Or backing it into the bin or whatever. Getting
2: off at the right exit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah I mean, all of that stuff. And you know, the the real boo boo that we have here, and this is the reason we've come up with pull to the scale, stop, announce yourself on the C B, then continue on to the scale, is if everyone can imagine sitting in a seat Put both your hands at, at you know, at the ten and two. Well I was gonna say yeah. Nine four, and three four, nine and three four, more eight. like if you're sitting in yeah. the pit or whatever. But uh let go with that right hand. Leave your left hand there and try and reach up a foot and a half in front of you and grab that microphone. What does your left hand do? It naturally comes down towards your belly so you naturally pull that wheel to the left. So if you're driving on the scale and you're reaching for that microphone with your right hand, that left hand is naturally gonna pull the wheel to the left.
2: How do we know that?
3: How do we know that? Because it's happened again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably we, one more time. And we, I'm gonna say we, that we have we,
4: prayed
3: for that not to happen. Anymore. And have we, we know, know it because we,
2: we watch it on the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do we it's, really
4: ever, when's the last time we hit the right side? Long, long time. I mean, in... I
3: in uh, was
1: up at Fair Play, and uh, the dude was distracted. He ran into the railing, remember, on the passenger side.
4: But it's been a while, though. I mean, almost yeah. all of them are left is all I'm yeah. getting. Yeah, yes. right. I yeah. Mean, yeah, 99% of them are the
3: left yeah,
1: side. 90. Yeah, 99.9. I mean, it really yeah. is. It's always the driver's side. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. seems,
4: like you're saying, Dave, the worst... You know, because you're sitting right you there. It's the closest it. to yeah. you. Yeah. Right. How are you not, you know, missing that? And like Dave's trying to give that explanation because you're busy with your right hand doing something. You yes. know, used to be maybe it was a shift or something like that or reaching for the CB, but you you move your body, you move that hand. It's mm-hmm. just what you do. You
1: know? Yeah, I would even go as far as it's lane positioning as well. I was coming down 53rd the other day, and of course – we had a lot of parked trucks on the side from the truck stop, and uh, I see this tractor trailer, tractor trailer, coming down the road, and, and he was in the middle of the road. And I was picking up a truck from Peterbilt with Mikey, and so anyway, I, was, I saw it happening, and I'm like, well, I'd better just pull over right here, because he's taking up the entire road. There was more than enough room for the two of us, but not with him in the middle of the road and that's because of that lane positioning that we're talking about pulling onto the scale or pulling under the bin he just he felt that he had to stay way left which put him way out in the middle of the road oh. and and I don't know if we see that on an interstate where you've got the zippers on both sides say the guys in the middle lane do they hug that left zipper all the time uh, you know I hope they're looking in their
3: mirrors and realize they are, Dave, if that's mm-hmm. the case. I mean, yeah, and that's, then
1: learning to, learning to drive, especially yeah. if you've
3: changed a truck. Right? Yeah. Know. Yeah, are you in a wider cab? Are you in a narrower cab? Are you, you know, you know, where where's your seat positioned according to the the wheels on that
1: truck? Right, right. If you get in a 389, Pete your seat position is very different from where it is in yes. one of the Freightliners yeah, or freight one liners, of the yeah. T880s. Yep. You're sitting right behind the steer tire, essentially. But in a 389, that steer tire's outside you Outside did. of yeah. you, yes.
4: Yeah. yeah, last time I drove a Freightliner, I was I was all over the right yeah. side.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last thing on this list is the same thing. We're talking about lining yourself up so you don't hit the scale if you have to stop and stick your head out the window and look at where your tractor's pointed so you can line yourself up before you pull in if you need to stand up in the seat so you can see over your hood easier as you're as you're lining yourself up do whatever works best for you but center yourself to pull on that scale or pull under the bin i can't tell you how many times i've seen trucks out in the parking area there at fry and their whole load their whole load is on the driver's side mm-hmm. dave we, we just had one in the
3: shop yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah the whole yeah. load
3: was off to the passenger side and then, mm-hmm. I, Be- I, because they're hugging the driver's the side. side right uh, they're completely off to the
1: left right. side of the scale uh, right. so it's loading well i guess that's what i meant to say it's yeah the, the load is all on the passenger side right of the they're hugging the driver's side oh. once Correct. again mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah it, i mean i take pride in that drip if i'm pulling under that drippy bin i want that drift to come right up the <laughs> center of my hood right, right up the center of my windshield you know and i know i'm good you know yeah. so anyway it is whatever seems to work for you be aware of how you're pulling on scales or parking your truck be aware of your surroundings keep your steer tires straight line up with your tractor and trailer straight when you're parking and getting out of your truck be aware of your surroundings at all times, and use that mental checklist.
2: Awesome, yep. nice job, Soup. Yeah, thank you, appreciate Dave. all that.
1: Isn't yeah. there another? Yeah, yeah I got second page. Oh, that one's not me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got that a, one's you, Dave. No, I got to
2: go back up to the top because dispatch wanted to talk about. Let's please make sure we are taking a good look at our dispatch in Toro. So when you get your Toro, sometimes you just look at the city; it'll say Fort Lupton, right? Uh, that's the example that Linda gave, and then drivers end up going to LG Fort Lupton when really your dispatch is from Morton, okay?
4: Which happens to be
2: in Fort Lupton. In Fort Lupton, right. They just right. see Fort Lupton. Yeah. They're not looking at the pit, yep. and they go to LG Fort Lupton.
3: I mean, not to interrupt you, Jan, but isn't there two pits? Is is well, the original...
1: My question, why wouldn't it say Morton?
2: It does say Morton.
3: Right,
1: oh, okay. but it
4: shows the city as Fort Lupton.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, it's right. just
4: part of the GPS, the headings, yeah. okay. how we put right. it in there, Dave. I'm not familiar yeah. with it. Trying to help everybody. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. but, right. But isn't
3: there still some specialty materials at LG Fort Lupton? Not, not LG Ragsdale. LG Fort Lupton? Right. I think so, Dave. I mean, I thought we oh, were yeah. still pulling some materials out of there so that technically, if well, you want to get if you want to get technical, we've got three Fort Lupton pits. Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: The only thing coming out of LG Fort Lupton right now is Santa Plant 2. So okay. if okay, you're not taking you Santa Plan 2, yeah,
3: there you go. Then and that's not Ragsdale.
2: That is not Ragsdale.
3: Okay. Yep.
1: Is
2: Ragsdale Plattville though? No. No.
3: Nope. No, it's less than a quarter mile past the exit for Fort Lepton on 18 and a half there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make a it's left.
1: It's at County Road 20, isn't it? 18. Ragsdale? I thought it was County Road 20.
3: No Ragsdale. Uh, I didn't think it was a full mile.
2: I've been there once. It's a nice pit. It is a nice. I pit, I enjoy yeah. getting loaded there. Yeah, yeah.
1: you can well, get stuck pretty easy up there, can't you, Jim? I'm here. <laughs> I know. <we've, laughs> we, <we've had laughs> when you when you <laughs> drive off of trucks, in the wrong area, <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> yes, sir.
4: Yes. 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 And then I, I I wanted to lead into the next pissy conversation.
2: Oh, you want you want to
4: take that? I just wanted to say how pissy it is.
2: Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, you want to go, go ahead, Jim? What Jim I- is referring to is, we should not be relieving ourselves outside of our trucks on customers' property. And when I mean by relieving ourselves, I mean by urinating, taking a pee, stuff like that. Use a restroom. Keep it classy, right? When you're, when you could see a porta potty from where you're relieving yourself, go walk over to the porta potty. <laughs> Right, so if somebody from our fleet seen you doing it, maybe our customers saw you doing it as well. That's not who JFW is. We're classier than that. Step up your game.
4: Yeah, and you, I mean, I'd love to just preach on this one, Jam, because how fair is that to our lady drivers? How you know you don't see them just dropping their pants, or they can't to go <laughs> pee. I mean, I just just think about it. Just, well, you
2: you wouldn't see them.
4: Yeah, that's, I, yeah, Jim. It's just like, that's a joke,
2: Jim. <laughs> I got it.
4: <laughs> but it's just, it's so wrong. It's not being better. Right. It's not our culture. Right. It's not what we're, we're trying to do. You know, I mean, you, you could know, have the
2: biggest, baddest, shiniest red truck, and that just makes it look dirty. Yeah,
4: yeah. And then, and then I think when <laughs> this situation had happened, you, the person was peeing right where the tickets, you, you put your tickets in the box. So everybody stepped in your own piss. Ticket in the box,
2: pee on the ground.
4: Yeah. I love to just, you know, run my shoes through a bunch of pee and then step back in my floor mats. I mean, It excites me. I do that when I get home, when I, you know, park in the driveway, I just get
3: out. (laughs) I pee on the neighbor's lawn and then I like go in the house, you know. (laughs) It's so much faster than using the restroom in the house.
2: Man, I remember when I first moved to our house in Westminster, we were there maybe two weeks and, uh, there was like some younger kid, younger, I mean, they're in their 20s for sure. But anyway, I'm out there with my daughter and this guy walks around to the side of the house and like pees. So, I mean, his back's to the street, but he's peeing on the corner of his own house. They're renters, obviously, right? So I got pretty fired up and I was just like not in the right place to address. Sometimes I got to calm down before I address things or it really just goes south. Anyway, he does it again, and I, I just came unglued. I just came unglued, and I walked over there. And I'm like, do you have a bathroom inside that house? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, why don't you use that? My little girl don't need to see you peeing out here. And he was just like, what? I'm like, do it again, and we'll see. You know,
4: <laughs> I guess that's what i mentioned mentioning, and I know Bella and her age and all that kind of thing, but that's the same thing they're doing to the, right. to the women out there, yeah. you know, our women drivers. Yep. It's just, it's just not cool. Nah, you know. And then you, then by doing that, that's on you. You created that. That has nothing to do with JFW. Yep. Choices, choices.
2: Yeah. Bad ones. All right, Jim. This is actually yours. You wanted to talk about the red light tickets. I do mm-hmm. want to. T- this is mine. Oh. I mean, I have to tune back in, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eighty-eight.
3: <laughs> Funny, I was going to say ninety. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, I just want to mention you guys, and I know the the red light cops that I call them, the photo radar thing, the one here in Commerce City is usually just ruthless. I don't know how many times, you know, I've sat there, me and Dave's been going home, and you sit there, and the light flashes, and nobody's doing anything, you know, and you're just like, well, what, what was that picture? Just in case. <laughs> just in case, right? Um, but I know down in Englewood, and I think it's running the union plant, we get right. caught here in Commerce City all the time. But I just keep getting more and more of the red light violations. And a lot of times with the way the truck's set up, you can't really see the driver. And you know, we you know, I asked JR, I asked Jam, hey, can you just speak to this driver? But it's so clear on the violation of that the light's red and how red it is when we go through the light. And that's what concerns me. You guys were just talking about it, the drop and cover. You're coming up to a light. You drop your speed, and you cover the brake pedal, because you don't know who's going to run that intersection. And, and I guess when I talk about how red it is, is the truck, it takes two pictures. The truck before the intersection, and the truck obviously in the intersection with the red light. And the light's always red, you guys, before you, the truck is to the intersection. And then obviously it's definitely red when you're in the intersection and you guys it's it's a big safety concern and I think I've I've gotten 3 to f- 5 down f- at the one in Inglewood and then three or four more here in Commerce City in the last couple of months and w- we got to knock it off you guys we can't we can't you know otherwise we're going to have to do something create a program oh god not another program right to stop people from doing that you know, whether it's taking the safety bonuses. I mean, really we really should look at just taking the safety bonuses because it is a safety violation. But here again, we're you know, we're trying to make ourselves better, have a positive podcast, and we gotta bring up the situation of of running the red light. And it and, and there's no excuse. You know, it's just like getting out of the truck and peeing. <laughs> there's no excuse for that. It's a choice. It's a choice, you know, for you not dropping your speed and covering your brake for that light. You know, just Dave, Dave, you've said it for 100 years, a stale red light, right? Or a stale green light, I guess, mm-hmm. however you want to look at it. You, you're, you've you you been driving up to that intersection. I mean, how far away can you see a light in most cases? And you know it's been green for a long time. And you go, oh, wow. I, that, that's that, going to that, change. That's <laughs> going to change. That's going to change, right? Okay. And so you guys we got we got to do something about it. So that's my it's my little rant about the red lights. I Please.
1: Think, yeah, very often it's and I'm guilty cuz I've gotten caught in Commerce City here, but you're you're following the row of traffic. So everybody's and you know it kills me that first car doesn't go. Yeah, sits They're there. They're sending a text yeah. or something anyway. But anyway, you're following let's just say four cars out that light. You got to know that it's going to change. You know, and I don't know. Do you stop while it's still green? But you can't just assume that you're going to make it, right, Dave? Because you're not,
4: right? And I and I would love to because your your analogy there is the light turned green. You're loaded. You're three cars back. The first car was on the phone. The other two guys are the other two cars are talking to each other. And as you're leaving the light, it changes on you, right, mm-hmm. and goes through. So along with all these tickets, there's a video that goes through with it. That shows, I think, your estimated speed and all this kind of stuff. These are lights changing why we're moving. Not one of them Ooh. is you've sat there and gotten caught.
1: That's how I've been caught in it, Commerce City. Exactly, and I, yeah. I I totally
4: agree with you. You know on the one I'm talking about. Oh, I do, I yeah. do. It's it's you know either slow or fast, right? Mm-hmm. So these are all moving violations where you're you're traveling at you know whatever <laughs> 35, 40 miles an hour.
2: Yeah. What's kind of cool is you could download the video right from the red light ticket. Yes, yeah, yes, Yeah, the photo Jan. radar thing. Yeah. I remember uh, you were asking about that one because it looked like we blew a red light and there was a bunch of traffic in the intersection. Those cars were stuck making a left turn. Wow. Yeah, they couldn't finish making a So left they couldn't
4: turn. even get out of the way. So that's a situation. They could have been lined up in front of you.
2: Yeah, wasn't. I guess it was more in a dr- our driver's favor. He gotcha. did end up blowing a red light, sure. but it wasn't red very long. And those other cars were just uh, gridlocked ah. yeah so mm-hmm. yeah just to kind of address that real quick so yeah
4: but it does there's back to the video Yep. I mean and it's not even our video right you know we don't even have to pull our video.
2: We still do <laughs> <laughs> great
3: Questions
5: right.
4: from the
2: audience Jan None? no no questions uh, nobody nobody had anything to ask I was us. ready my I,
3: I yeah. will pose a question from the audience great because Oswaldo basically asked me yesterday he had he has a question from his audience. Oh, yeah! Several drivers have asked him because they've heard the rumor that Albert Fry has uh. sold.
1: Oh, yeah! To that's Martin some Merida. hot gossip going yes. on. Yeah.
3: So I personally had a conversation with Al Fry yesterday because Inquiring I wanted to know,
2: right? Inquiring minds, yes. You want to know? And you yes. got to you got to
3: say how Albert answered you. Oh there. man, Al is such a classy guy. I love him. He's got such a I don't want to say a dark sense of humor because it's not dark, but it's. It's, witty. it's dry. Yes. Oh. yes it's that, witty, it's that yeah.
4: deadpan that just catches you. <laughs> it is. Right? It is. And he
3: goes, you know, Dave, he goes, I've been hearing this for a long time. And he said, I, I, I heard it recently. And he goes, when I woke up this morning, I checked my bank account. And he goes, to the best of my knowledge, I still haven't sold. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I still see the name on the gate. So I goes, I guess it's mine still. Or, you know, the family's. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, so yeah. anyway, there's your answer to your rumors. Sweet. That's why
2: they're called rumors.
1: That's right. And, boy, they spread fast. Don't uh-huh. yeah, yep. don't, yeah, don't do not Everybody don't. wants a juicy rumor going. Yep. Yep.
2: There's the one floating around about you, Super Dave.
5: Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. It's
4: the, not true. The good thing about Al and the family, though, is when they do sell, it's because they've worked their ass off wow. for years, for generations. And, 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 and if they make a big profit, congratulations. Sure. Good for them. Absolutely. He, you know. I mean, he, uh, he did explain why. He, American
1: dream right there, right? Right. Cinderella they, story. Right. Yeah
3: yeah he did explain why a lot of why some of the rumor is being you know it's it's kind of being pronounced a little bit almost or uh, you know built up a little bit, but he has four brothers and a, or he has three brothers and a sister. There's a total of four boys and a and a sister in it but anyway, his I believe uh, Ben is the third youngest brother uh, and he has the same disease that Al senior had. And it's very similar to ALS. Your your mind is very sharp, but you lose control of your body. And it, I mean, he's it's progressing along much faster than they had anticipated. And I, I think he's lost his ability to walk now, and and things like that. And it's, you know, those those things kind of change your life for sure. You know, especially as you get older. And then uh, his uh, next closest brother in age. Joe that's you know partnered with him always been over sales and stuff like that uh he just uh moved to Ohio with his wife to retire out there so he's going to retire at the end of the year and be with his wife's family in Ohio so Al says when you look from the outside in he's like everybody's abandoned and ship is how it looks mm-hmm. you know but he goes nothing has really changed mm-hmm. as such you know so i'm sure if the the right party came along it could be under a different name, you know. JFW, no, every man has ah, his price, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So
2: go up to the JFW Payton Idaho's
4: room. There's a rumor, right? Yeah, yeah, there is a rumor, but I, I mean, we've got some lines of credit some places, but I, I don't Ooh, think they're big enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: that's funny. All right, safety topic of the week is brought to you by Jr. It is getting dark out earlier. Make sure you get out and look, and/or use a spotter. Use the marker lights from the trucks parked next to you to help you see while you're parking. Good little, it's kind of a tip and trick as well. But yeah, if you're not sure, stop. I mean, we keep saying that. Just stop, get out, look, get help. Just don't keep backing up blindly and start running into our own equipment.
4: Yeah, we talked about that, I think, a couple, a couple episodes part, ago yeah. or whatever it was, you yep. know, and then, you know, throw the four-ways on for that extra yeah. light if you need to. And mm-hmm. I know I, I mentioned that I used to love to, you know, barely step on the brake pedal, but that changes with the automatics, you right. know, and you used to sometimes be able to crack your Johnny Bar on, really not apply brakes, but bring your brake lights on, mm-hmm. right. and that would help, and that's just not true. So the I think the marker trick, you know, on the other truck mm-hmm. is probably the best, which is... You know a few steps to the door you open it up you turn the light yeah. on and some guys will use the breaks. trucks
2: parked opposite of you as well not the truck directly in front of you but they may on turn the sides. yeah not yeah. all shine just that white yeah. light you know so
1: yeah i've tried that jim that that's our old trick you yeah. know with the the big old johnny bar we had in the drum brakes you just can't do it with the new no, brakes, no. It's and the pinch valves, man, right. they apply, and you're like, locked, <laughs> locked in. Yeah, same thing with you know yeah. stepping on the brake a little bit, Dave. It
4: kicks the transmission yeah. out. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It used to work, not anymore. No,
2: no. All right, tips and tricks from Ray Davis. Great job on this one, Ray. It's easy to read. Checking the clearance on your dry fenders. How many of you check to see if you have clearance in between the tires and your dry fenders? When you dump your bags, walk to open the tailgate. You can check by putting your hand in between the top of your tires and the fender. Be sure all the air is out of your bags completely before you put your hands in between your tire and your fender. You don't want to smash your hand in between your tires and the fender. <laughs> right? Be stuck there. If your tire is rubbing on the fender, you need to write it up right away so you don't rub a hole in your fender from the tire rubbing when you pull forward. You should have at least a couple inches between your tires and your fenders. You should be checking them regularly. The brackets do move from vibration or a bolt being loose. Hope all is well with the JFW family, friends, and listeners. Remember, safety has no blind spot. Look, lean, sit up in that stool. Don't be a fool. Much love and respect, Ray, Ray, 0013. (laughs) So, yeah, me and Dave, Brother Dave, had a conversation once. There was holes in fenders. I was like, oh, you know, somebody drove with the airbags down, and Dave pretty much set me straight. Like, <laughs> with the airbags all the way down, the fenders should not be rubbing your tires. Should no not. No matter what. Absolutely
3: not. Yeah. It is like a freaking pet peeve of mine, Jam. Yeah, and it looks I, like crap. Ray Ray's heard me, you know, bring it up, and you're just like, when you see a fender and there's two burned right. tire holes mm-hmm. gouged through it, you're like, you know, number one, why did we drive like that? Number two, you know, why was the fender so low? You know, I I mean, what's what's really interesting is, I don't want to say all, because this will come back and bite me, but we have almost all of the trucks programmed that you can't drive with the pto in or the bags down over like five miles an hour so i mean and we're still fighting Hmm. that and you know we've gone over with the shop about mounting those high enough and putting a two by four in there before they're mounted with the airbags aired down Hmm. and i mean just yeah every every way shape and form we try and go over that at at installation during use you know just all of that and then when you see it i'm just like oh my freaking god (laughs) you know you're just like it just twists me because
1: it it's it's not uncommon. I've seen yeah, it on trucks here yeah. and there for years. I bet really. there's probably oh, yeah, I bet there's probably right.
3: five in the yard right now, Dave, and it just it's just un it shouldn't happen. We shouldn't have it. We should buy that fender and it should stay on there unless, you know, God forbid we have a blowout or something like that for the life of that truck.
5: Right.
4: Yeah, and I noticed in the beginning here with Ray, you know, and right, I I wouldn't think anybody wouldn't know, but what are your drive fenders? What are drive fenders? Because that, that sounds a little weird to me. Yeah, mud, good point. I
2: like mud flaps, basically. Yeah,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> you mean they're plastic? Is that where you go? Well,
4: drive fenders. Drive fenders. They don't really... <laughs>
3: where are
2: they? Exactly. Oh, where are they? Drive fender. They're on the steer tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much they cover your front and rear drive tires.
4: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted, in case anybody was, like we made up a new name, I guess. I, right. I, I don't know, some people.
2: Oh, I've you know, had it in my classes. You know, I go through it and somebody's like, which one's the front sight? That would be the one in the front. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, the one closest to me is in the front, though, Jay. There you go. Turn around. <laughs> Looking down the barrel. Turn around. <laughs> Don't turn it around. <laughs> no, you turn around. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, yeah, the, the, the drive fenders are over your drive tires, you guys, and those are the tires on the truck in case, mm-hmm. <laughs> in case we have some guys that are questioning it. They do all the driving of the vehicle. Right? They, they're the. Aside they're from the driver.
2: <laughs> Unless it's automated. Yes. Yeah. Can I go Autonomous. back to my
1: dad joke? You know, everything <laughs> happens for a reason. <laughs> I read that this morning and I'm telling you, it hit a funny bone in me. And I was like, that's so true. It you is. need to read
2: that one before every podcast <laughs> All right, soup you're up again. You want to hit us with that high road hauling? Oh, Holland?
1: sure. Yeah. I've got a, a great high road hauling. Um, I think it will. um Hit home with just about everybody out there, but it is a little bit about trust and about children, I guess. So. As usual, Jam always takes off when, when I'm a high road <laughs> Hollins. I like, guess he doesn't like the it, high road holland. It's right? his bathroom breaks, and he, <laughs> and he knows he
4: doesn't have to. to uh, right?
1: It's going to Co- go
5: for coaches, a few minutes.
1: Yeah. You know, coaches I'm just, through something. I'm just glad he's not peeing in the corner while you're.
5: <laughs> Hollins.
1: I was going to be really impo- politically incorrect. I was going to say it, and I thought, no, nah, I better not, but I'm going to do it right now. You don't think about pooping outside your truck. Why would you pee outside your truck? You got to
4: pull your pants all the way down, Dave.
1: Got to expose something. Right? It's all wrong. Oh, tiny Tim, you can't see it.
3: (laughs) I just got out of the pool.
1: (laughs) So um, this High Road Hauling is about trust. Trust is a a two-way street. Why do you feel you can trust some people but not others? Why are you a trustworthy person or not? Trusting adults were trusting children when they were younger. We must start teaching our children to trust us so they can identify who is trustworthy or not later on. Parents have a significant role in how their children develop trust. We have the opportunity to really start our children off with a full trust tank. The concept of trust is a complicated one. It takes years to build and moments to shatter, and the presence or absence of it strongly affects a person's happiness in life. To trust more is to worry less, and to worry less usually means to be less anxious and less stressed. Here are eight ways to help build and keep trust with your kids, friends, coworkers, or anyone else you want to trust you. Number one, listen. Listening is different than hearing. Listening is an action. To listen to someone means to recognize their words, but more importantly, understand the message. We can show we are listening by paraphrasing their words back to them, and this also helps us retain and understand their statement. Number two, attune. Attuning is taking listening a step farther. It is anticipating a person's needs by their body language, voice tone, and energy. For example, when a child or person is stressed out about a recent situation that didn't go the way they wanted, you focus on a solution, not the negative energy of the child. Use your body language, voice tone, and calming energy to de-escalate the problem. They in turn realize that you're recognizing their needs and are taking action on their behalf. Number three, use your eye contact. People learn a lot about a person's intention by focusing on their eyes. When speaking to a child, get down and gently look into his or her eyes. Let your child see what sincerity really looks like. Also, number four, respond. People and children alike will verbally or non-verbally ask for help as long as they believe their needs will be answered. In order to grow trust, the request for help needs to be answered to the best of your ability. When they're feeling overwhelmed, they can learn Or they learn they can ask for help from people who they trust and keep your promises do what you say you're going to do this is number five in our creed we are accountable for our words and our actions only promise what is reasonable and within your ability there is no better way to instill trust in someone than to keep your word to tell the truth get in the habit of not using white lies with people It also helps little ones understand what positive moral ethics are. Everyone, even your children, will find out eventually when you are not telling the truth. And number seven, establish boundaries, consistency, and routine. You might be wondering how this affects trust. It actually does quite a bit. When a child can trust things in a certain order, I'm sorry, when a child can trust things happen in a certain order, the brain can relax. Staying away from figuring out a way to manipulate the situation. And number eight, be open. People will make mistakes, but being open about your shortcomings, fears, and struggles allow others to be open as well, and that they can trust you because you demonstrated your vulnerability. So those are some simple ways that we can help instill trust in our, uh, children and also build trust with our friends and families and coworkers and so forth. So I love this, co- uh, this quote this week, you guys, I just think it rings so true. And, and I've, I read it a long time ago, but, uh, I don't think I've ever used it in a high road hall in peace, but, um, to be trusted is a greater compliment than being loved. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, I agree in that, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was spoken by George Macdonald. He was a Scottish author, poet, and minister um, who lived from 1824 to 1905. Nice. So, mm. but yeah, it's it's an ultimate compliment to know that you're trusted.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's huge. Final thoughts, everyone.
4: Yeah, I'll touch a little bit on Super Dave's High Road Hauling, you know, to talk about trust, and I think that's. You know, you mentioned lying and children and, and learning that, Dave. It's a, sometimes it's the trust of, of, you know, I, I guess for a simple one is when you don't show up on time. You know, you're, you're, you haven't lied, and you haven't done anything, but we can't trust you to show up on time and let's, let's lose coors, use coors for an example. You know, you're supposed to be the four o'clock guy under the can? you didn't lie or anything you just didn't show up so we don't trust you so we have to go to a different situation yep. and and i guess you know dave mentioned earlier you know about the choices we make that a lot of times it's the choices that you make well it stops us from trusting you mm. and you know in a few cases people that we have around here have made some personal choices and you end up stopped trusting but it's not a lie right it's it's the trust. I guess the trust is such a big
2: thing.
1: We, we, it's accountability we, and a lie. I guess they're tied together. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: We, we start off by giving you trust. We've had this debate before, where people say trust is earned, but that's not really true. Trust is given. Yeah. Right. When you get hired on here, we already are giving you trust to do the job safely and correctly. Right. Distrust is earned. Right. You've given us a reason to distrust you you've earned that distrust well then we need to forgive you again and give you that trust back yeah and then it's up to you to not earn that distrust again
3: yeah you know we we talk about choices and i don't want to mess up your your stuff there jim but a, a choice i think a choice sounds very simple but a choice means you made a decision you chose to do something and I think that carries more weight when you say it that way. Sure. Like I chose to park over there and even though it's a bad choice, I chose to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? It just puts it in a little sure. I don't know, a little heavier light maybe. I'm I'm not sure. So I didn't want to take away from Jim's final thoughts there, but yeah. When you, cho- <laughs> you know. you've you've chosen, you made that decision, you've chosen to do that. It's not like oh that was a bad choice well mm-hmm. that, that was that wasn't your choice you chose to do that I don't know it just it feels heavier when you put it that way for some reason to me mm-hmm. yeah
1: I I wish I could be that person that doesn't give trust until somebody earns it you, you know what I mean that they're <laughs> right. skeptical or they're you know they just don't believe you because they don't know you or whatever I tend to trust. Everybody, about everybody, yeah. and that's everybody either right that's Dave? either a fault or yeah. a, 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 something good. He's a murderer, but, I trust him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't murdered anybody. I know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. And and I read a quote when I was doing this thing. It was Eminem, and oh. so right the the, mm-hmm. the rapper dude, right? I know who he is. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> he said, "Hey, I keep my circle tight because." that way I don't have to like not trust you or whatever so I keep keep his circle tight so he only trusted people he deals with every day but yeah it's it's definitely a different kind of thing you you know you give trust but you you have to earn it too I mean you think about those
3: the men and women that have been in war right and they're trained to do a certain thing a certain way and when that person doesn't that's that's protecting your life or has your back or Whatever the case may be, you've trusted that person, and I bet when you screw up and you've lost that trust, I bet in a in a company or something like that, meaning not not you a business a company yeah an yeah. Ar- you don't get it back yeah it's done mm-hmm. you right. you made that choice and you've you put people's lives at danger in danger at risk, and that you're out i mean you're that is not somebody they want.
2: Yeah, if you're the guy that's out there finding the landmines and you're not doing that very well, that's a problem.
3: Right,
4: right, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, I guess that's where my thought was going. And, And I know, Jam, you just mentioned it about the, you know, trust is given, Dave. You're hoping you don't trust. But we trust that when you have a driver's license and you take them on a test drive, we train you when you leave. We shouldn't be hitting the scales. We, we we trust in that. We trust that you're not peeing outside. You know, you know what I mean? And, you know, Dave, you're, you're mentioning somebody in, in war. You know, I've taken JAM's gun class, and I've talked about it. You know, when I first get that gun, when I haven't, haven't done anything with it, I'm scared of it. I'm worried about it. Jam, in your classes, if you got that same person, whether man or woman, that keeps turning and pointing the gun at you, they're not going to be in your class very long, are yeah. they? Yeah, you don't trust them. you no. know, not holstering it or not.
2: Yeah, first time is burpees, and after that, you got to go.
4: <laughs> right? I mean, that, but but the trust is given up front, right? You, right. You've covered it, Jam, and I guess that's where.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I don't trust people with guns right away, that's for sure. <laughs> that's definitely earned.
4: But, th- but still, yeah. when you line everybody up, you're going to yeah. trust they're going to shoot at the target, right? Do you I, know? I mean so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, that's what you've... And I guess that's the same thing when we leave here. And, sure. I, and I know your High Road Holland, Dave, it was great about the, the lying part of it, but I just took the so much trust out of it. Because mm. your kids can't trust you if you're not giving them the ability to see that you're doing things and making good choices. You know, I, I wouldn't think my girls would be the people they are if they didn't see me and Holly make choices that were good choices. Mm. Mm. You know, same for you and Jackie, Dave. Same for yeah, Bella you got to learn and, and and Sam and other people out there. Sure, yeah. you know, you and
1: learn who to trust.
4: Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah, exactly. And you know, at first it's just given. So you guys, guys, got to make good choices. That's 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 kind of my closing thoughts. And the other thing is, and hopefully we, you know, as Kendricks, you know changing up our training and stuff like that and with jr and we have new people coming on board and and things like that that and the people that are already listening that we keep an involvement in the podcast here that there's you know questions from the audience if you want to know anything reach out to jam reach out to any one of us so we can get in the podcast You know, the the question that's not asked is the dumb question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we we love to talk about, (laughs) it sounds like we're stuck up, but love to talk about ourselves. We love to be um, transparent here and and try to answer questions. You know, that's the reason why I talked about the PTO. I, I want people to understand that, you know, it wasn't. You know, it took Chris two hours because he disassembled the PTO. It wasn't that he wasn't
5: doing
3: yeah, he, a, a bad job. He had to take the cover off the PTO, drain all the oil out of the transmission, found the broken part in there.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just wasn't, you know, that kind of stuff, we're, we're here for you, you know, when you're, you know, like we're switching to Toro or doing different things like that, or you want to know what's going on at, at 23, or you yep. maybe you have a suggestion that you that you see, you know, maybe, maybe we're having to pee outside, which I know this didn't happen in this circumstance, Maybe we just need to ask Brandon for a toilet. Mm.
5: Yeah,
4: you know, maybe maybe we need to get one. Maybe we need to get one. Yeah, I mean we've we've tried to put one up at Arcosa instead of having to stop and use theirs. I know we put that one. We put a, another one at twenty three. It, it's the things. You know how do how do how do we get better if we don't know about it for one thing, and maybe it's just a just a, a simple conversation. So please, if you're you know, I hope everyone's listening to the podcast. Please take the time during the week. To listen to the podcast but if you have an idea or a suggestion spit it out be involved just don't go back and forth here like this is a job you know because it's it's not just a job a you know? couple
2: people expose themselves while I was on vacation that they don't listen to the podcast because they had no idea I was gone <laughs> <laughs> right so, yeah
4: that's the and that so then there's there you go Jim you know and hopefully do you, will you trust those people again?
2: One of them definitely not,
4: because <laughs> you're, you're, you're like, well, I just told you that on the podcast. Well, you, you don't have my trust, right. yeah, you know, because because we're we're asking you to do something because this is better than trying to line up at five a.m. in the morning. Yep, every Wednesday, every Thursday. Wednesday, and and yeah. listen to the. Get, Our wrench, safety get
2: wrenches thrown at you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> well, all that kind of stuff. Yelled at, you know. I've only yelled once or twice on the podcast, so you
2: know, it's, much, it's much better. <laughs> Why do you have a wrench up here, though? <laughs> Duck soup. So, so, yeah. Any, uh,
4: anybody else, I'm done. I'm you guys.
2: <laughs> Brother day has been writing over there.
4: <laughs> yeah, I got some notes. I got some notes.
3: I know we talked about it. I just can't remember whether it was on the podcast about your microphone. Were uh, we on the podcast about your microphone? Yeah, you,
4: you said it two weeks ago
2: didn't oh, yeah. you that you were going to try it yeah yeah yeah.
3: dad just wants to give you a shout out and that, that I guess that's what I should yeah. have asked is we, we were talking about dad were we on the air yes about no no I didn't think oh, so no. I thought we that was starting yeah, so, yeah. Did you, shout out dad wants to give you a shout out how much how
2: good Better you, you sound, sound with the new microphone great should so. we order three more or four more or uh, you guys are good
3: well I think you were the one no one could hear. Right. <laughs> Just the host had the problems with the mic. So Senior, I'm glad so, to please you. Yep. It's, yep, it's yep. been a
2: long time coming.
3: Thanks for pointing that out, Pops. So
2: And then Jim and Dave, thanks for making room in the budget to be able to afford this microphone. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I guess I want to kind of close out with to a degree almost a shout out. It's not really, you know, closing arguments like we talk about or final thoughts, but Kind of a shout out for being out of your comfort zone, and you know, I know we mentioned Rich and Joni already for Rich running for city council for Commerce City and what that put them in. But I want to throw Dad in there too. He's mm-hmm. out of his comfort zone right now. He's moved out of his house, moved into a, a, a I guess you could call it independent living. Yeah, independent, independent living, living. Dave Thank is, you, is Jim. his
4: his spot.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly. And anyway, it's an apartment complex. That's it in a nutshell. But it's a damn nice apartment complex and it's it's new for him right I mean mom passed away back in July and Mm. you know he's trying to find his footing and going through a lot and and when you're out of your comfort zone like that you just there's new things that you that you find and feel and learn and go through and discover and you know just a lot going on so I guess for me again a shout out for Rich and Joni for for taking on that city council seat you know to to try it and you know, you guys. I'm so proud of all three of you, right, Dad included. You know, you guys were all out of your comfort zone. Dad, Dad still is, but you know, I got faith and and you know a lot of a lot of grit. He's a pretty gritty guy, and I know he'll get through that. And uh, you know, also the other person that we mentioned here that you know, I know we're not saying names, but that person that's worked here a long time that's got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you, buddy. So, Amen. yeah. Anyway guess I got it that's right. all I got for shout outs or it's not shout outs my closing closing thoughts closing those shout outs those are my thoughts right? closing shout outs yeah but closing shout outs I want
4: to add to that if you don't mind Dave because just because it's it's a great shout out or steal close my out thunder, or whatever steal my yeah thunder, I'm stealing it, it <laughs> is just what an example is I was thinking about it is you talk about <clears throat> Joni and Rich and then you you know we discuss dad and I guess that's one thing here in the podcast we try to have that positivity here but okay. <clears throat> you know dad's 85 years old he's going to be 86 in march you know so four months away basically spring change and and uh he's still having to change Uh. and he's still having to grow and adapt and i and I, i guess that would be my thought i'd want to tell everybody is it doesn't ever stop you know we're asking you guys to change adapt think about your choices you know at at eighty five, Dad's still having to make some choices and adapt and and change and he, and he's still growing. at eighty five, the guy is still growing. so we we don't ever stop. Life doesn't ever stop. And I, I think that's important to everybody to recognize, even though we're you know using dad as a as an example, you you can't stop. You can't keep. You can't just go. Oh, I'm. I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to do that kind of stuff. Jim, it literally only stops when you've died.
3: When you've stopped. That's not when you've stopped. No, when you you, stop, you've you've, you've died. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I see
1: what you're saying. That that is a deep thought, Jim, because you don't really think about it. You think, okay, well, you know, you're 80 or 90 years old, and you think, well i've lived and i'm sitting on the porch in my rocking chair and that's it
4: yeah but that's what i'm getting at
1: you, you're thinking so you don't have to change
4: not it
3: you no. have to.
1: you know you know
3: you have to adapt i mean in yeah. every day they might be small adaptations but i mean it's like god my hip hurts today i gotta walk with a limp you know i mean that's change yeah. right I, i've so ben know,
2: ben franklin has a quote when you're finished changing you're finished
3: ah that's yeah that's yeah and, that is it to a t and isn't and it just
4: to, yeah just to to finish up with dad is dave had a conversation with him yesterday we we moved dad in just so everybody kind of knows the background here to the independent living on monday okay the family kind of spent all day getting him set up great apartment the place is fantastic and yesterday it was his first day in his own and dave called and checked on him and and dad told us or told dave you know which which we all will be facing he goes you don't understand because you're not my age, you know? And, and how, how true, we.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: we none so of us here understand. In those shoes, right? We're, we're, we're not yep. 85, yep. you know? And and so, you know, a good statement, but like Dave said, a shout out for him, I hope he continues to change, you know? And, and this may not look like the best situation, but again, we've talked about it in lots of podcasts, the what if, you know, what if dad's health fails or or goes downhill from here this is a safe place for him Mm. you know and it's it's the it may not seem like it because it in a little bit of ways where it looks like he's losing his independence which which is not it's just a another chapter in life so everybody don't always embrace that change
2: i would love for people to take care of things for me (laughs)
4: right right, jim i mean that because because of I think the age we're at, right. because Danielle and Tyler have said the same thing. You know, I, I'll live there. Yep. You know, because it's right. It's 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 easy. You are right. taking that stress of our everyday life off, but <laughs> right. he's looking at it. You're you're taking away something that I've done my For whole hour. life.
5: Yeah,
4: is is deal with that. You know sure. that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's understood. Yeah,
2: yeah. Soup, you have any more final thoughts? No, but I Loving love touching
1: service. on these because these are these are really interesting thoughts, you know. And as everybody gets older, they're gonna have to change, and the, and their lives do change, you know. Mm-hmm. If every stage is is significant, you yeah. know, like, Whether you're 20, whether you're 80, Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've talked
4: I've talked about it with you know with Jam or where I got it mainly if I heard it in the in in church circumstances. Is it the new season? Mm-hmm. You know, Dave, you talked about it a little bit ago with Sam leaving off to college. That's kind of yours and Janet's new season. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and Dad's new season. And mm-hmm. I, I just hope everybody embraces it. And, and you know, again, Dave, the, the, the situation with the one of our guys that have been here so long, his season's changing. Yeah. And I, and I, I want to help him shovel the snow if that's what it takes.
3: Sure. Right? Yeah.
2: Yep.
4: Yeah, there might be a little snow on the roof, but there's still a fire
3: in the fireplace. Yeah.
2: Hey. Yep. Well, my final thoughts. I'm uh, probably gonna jump all over the place here. I'm gonna try not to get emotional, but. Bing, Bing, Bing. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that helps. <laughs>
4: Break it up a little bit for you, Jen? Yeah. yeah so, Nice mic you have. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
2: thank you. When uh, when me and Mikey were, we were, I was about to put a stalk on some some elk and. Mikey could tell I got keyed up a little bit. I wasn't like shaking or anything, but buck fever. No, it wasn't buck fever. No. Buck fever to me is you're getting ready to take that shot and you can't you can't hold still. Like I'm pretty pretty calm in these situations. I felt calm inside, but Mikey said he could see it in my eyes. My demeanor changed. Mm. So we're driving, and he says. Did you see any of those bluebirds today? And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, "What? I'm thinking about it, oh, but it was a good laugh, so I appreciate the distractions, right? So anyway, um, first, let me start off with that's the longest I've been away from JFW this past time, and I really needed to go, but I also really look forward to coming back JFw. You know, when you're gone for this long and it's time to come back to work, there was not one part of me that was like, oh, my gosh, I got to go back to work. It's like, man, I'm ready to get back in the saddle. I'm ready to, you know, get behind the trigger. I'm ready to to get back in the swing of things. And I miss my JFW family. Like you guys are important to me. And I don't mean the men in this room. I mean, everybody from upstairs here down to the wash bay. Like we spend a lot of time here and it is really a privilege to work with everybody. But the benefits, too. The PTO program that we have is, in my eyes, robust, right? It is great. If you, if you play your cards right and you do what you're supposed to do, you will have te- plenty of time to go do something that you love and enjoy. And I can't say that I've had that at other places. It's like, you know, you're barely getting enough to, like, breathe, you know? Um, while on my trip... I was able to fill my cup back. I was coming out of a pretty tough personal season. And for me to be able to go somewhere for eight days and not have self-service 90% of the time was very, very freeing because I'm so connected. I'm on my phone between emails, text messages, social media, PT, like it just never stops. And I picked my phone up a few times Because of the habit. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can't check my Facebook. Oh, I can't check my email. Oh, I can't make a phone call. Oh, I didn't miss a call. Like, to be completely disconnected was exactly what I needed. So I guess that's not what everybody needs, but take advantage of the benefits here at JFW. Take advantage of being able to go somewhere and disconnect yourself from, from work and from the stresses of life. It doesn't need to be a hunting trip. It could be something, It could be a spa thing. It could be whatever it is that you want. But JFW allows you to go do those things. So I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense or not, but I just love working here. We have a different way of saying that. I won't say on the air. <laughs> 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 it's with passion, though. Yeah, it is with passion. So I don't know. I missed everybody. It's great to be back, but I encourage you all to, to go fill your cup somewhere when you can. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to episode 72 and help find Amber's mom. Links to her story will be in the description of today's podcast. So let's say the creed and get on out of here. Awesome. Sounds right. great. Together, Together we, we face and overcome, overcome all that stands before us. Before us.
3: Together, Together we are accident free. Together, together, we, we joyfully, joyfully create, create honest value for those we serve.
5: Together, together we celebrate our, our, differences our differences and respect and those with whom we work. Together, together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together, together, we are the JFW family.
3: Thanks, everybody. Hi, Rhoda. Right. See
0: y'all Hi, Rhoda See you next week. I see those big bright shiny red trucks, just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks, just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for Asphalt Cowboys hungry kings, but that's never been a problem. Cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big bright shiny red trucks. Just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks, just looking for another load. There's a couple million tons to move, I see them everywhere So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear There's another run to make, we gotta get it there on time And we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line Big bright shiny red trucks, are just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks, just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down when they hit them scales. They won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down, and they keep that truck truckin'. Keep that hammer down, and keep that truck truckin'. I see those big bright shiny red trucks, just a-truckin' down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks, just a-lookin' for another. Just keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats. Cause those customers are calling, and those red trucks can't be beat. They've got to put the hammer down, and pick up another load. Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road. Keep them eyes open on. those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. breaker breaker two three anybody got a copy on that channel
1: 23 podcast welcome and thanks for listening